keep on kissing babies and hugging fat girls. Sell out full of suffering, suck attach, son. It's me, Austin. Oh, son of a bitch. What? It's me, Austin. It was me all along, Austin. And you teeth look like two tight too, Billy. And you book a match with me. That's right, Killing. Look at me. I'm a total package. I will rip him apart. I'm pissed now. Where to, Stephanie? <laughs> Wrestle Roasts on ad-free shows and ATC. Welcome, everybody, to Wrestle Roasts. Uh, I first want to apologize. I'm doing this from my phone. So uh, if I sound like I'm a little underwater or in outer space, uh, it's I'm actually in Detroit, which is probably more dangerous than the other two places. But uh, I'm here with Scott Chaplin. It's just me and Scotty today. Uh, we were going to roast Sid today, but we're saving that for... We got a huge... Like day before Thanksgiving show, because we're going to be roasting Sid, we're going to be roasting Tony Khan, and we're also going to be probably talking, no promises, but I think Nick Hausman, part of our biggest episode yet, is going to come on and talk about the second press scrum that he's doing full gear. He was he was already on the media call, and he was texting me Tony's responses to his questions, um, which were very evasive, so it's going to be funny to like see what uh, what being a fly on the, on the wall of that room is. I don't know why. I don't know. Why, I mean, I don't know why Tony's being evasive now. It's like, dude, just get all the info out now, or else everyone's just going to be thinking about it for that pay per view on Saturday. Yeah, you know? I think I think it's an issue of they're not allowed to get the info out. I just think it's that simple and that boring. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's very possible. Um, the card's good. I mean, we're gonna it's a pretty easy episode today. We're just gonna do dynamite or dud. Uh, we're going to go through our full gear predictions and then a little high spot, low spot. But, um, I am like in a vacuum. There's like four matches that I'm really looking forward to, you know, I've been checking. Look, we, we are both tired of, of of spending money on anything wrestling related. I I think I'm never going to do it again. It's simply Christmas gifts, which are honestly embarrassing at this point. When someone I love is like here, it's John Cena. Uh, but uh, but, but you give me oh like boy, John Cena, it... your John Cena slippers, and you're like, I have a family now. <laughs> yeah, yes, exactly. Well, it's my family giving it to me. It's even sadder, you know. Yeah, it's like, well, I don't like toys, but you do. Um, <laughs> but uh, man, I would, I would love to go to to full gear. You know, it's just I, I cannot justify uh the the money you know but anybody going yeah you got i think you got five really solid matches and hey guys if you have a free ticket give it to fucking scott yeah just give it full gear on saturday all right like he's the only one who's gonna be in newark at the time you know he'll buy a hot dog (laughs) all right you're right right. he'll buy you the condiments for the hot dog yes i'll buy you the condom for the hot dog (laughs) just please Please take Scott to full gear, but uh, we got a dynamite to talk about. Uh, I've only talked to you since you've talked about the first 15 minutes, which you weren't a huge fan of, but I'll just go through the first hour. Um, Here we go. Hour one, a uh, four-way Ring of Honor tag match uh, featuring the 
men who are going to be in the fatal four-way on Saturday night, tomorrow night. Uh, the Darby Sting promo, where I guess Sting picked Darby up from Warp Tour and put him in back, <laughs> put him in back yeah, seat. Canceled Vegas uh, emo festival. <laughs> yeah, it was it. like yeah. <laughs> Where's that? Yeah, that one in yeah that one in Houston. Yeah, <laughs> All right, uh, there was Whoa, the what, claim. Yeah, <laughs> there's the claim views video, which was which was fucking awesome. Uh, Anthony Bowens versus Swerve Scott. Samoa and there was a Samoa Joe promo with Hobbs and Wardlow and a Britt Baker promo who was responding to Soraya from the week before. What do you think of this first hour, buddy? I mean, we can go skip segment by segment if you want. Yeah, maybe um, let's go segment by segment. But um, yeah, well, that four way Ring of Honor tag. I mean, we probably had the same opinion about it, which is just like, why? Yeah, you go. Oh, they're all great. And none of them feel at all important. And they feel like they're fighting for something that's even less important than they feel right now. Look, my bird's pissed about it. And uh, <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to cover it, but yeah, it is. It, it was a bummer. Cause I love all four guys and Danielson, you know, I've been seeing a lot of things like on online this week. And as the year ends, you're going to start seeing things like, you know, who was the most wasted talent of the year or, I, or it's gotta be Daniel. How are you right? doing? And I know he, well, he was, look, he was hurt a lot of it. Right. But uh, damn man, every time you have him, it should feel like, like a person is fighting the greatest wrestler in the world and y- you should see uh bodies dropping, you know, it should feel like something really special. And they were able to do that and they no longer are like, I don't know. It's he, I mean, they did it with Kenny and they did it with Paige, and then it, I, yeah, it just I kind of fell off a cliff. And then, yeah, and then I mean, the matches a... were great. And then it just fell off a fucking cliff. Yeah, yeah, man, it's it's a bummer. And so seeing you know them in a tag match again, I like all of them, a whole bunch, but this ain't in. And then like you're watching them fight, you know, act like they care about this thing. That's the other issue is like it really doesn't seem like they would any of them would give a shit. And so you're just watching them pretend to give a shit. Even Sammy at this point, because like the TNT title was more valuable than the Ring of Honor World Title. Well, that's another thing they're going to eventually have to establish is that like, no, it's not. The Ring of Honor title is more important than the TNT. You know, it, it's yeah, that's why Joe I understand has, like, you don't want to do a... this TNT match, you know. Do they do a fucking brand split? Uh, you know, like once they get TV... Well, Although, I only think there should be one uh, AEW show a week. And yeah, so, it, you know, if it's going to be like Rampage should be Ring of Honor. I, I've thought that since they bought it, since they bought yeah, it. Yeah, I agree. Um, But, you know, they're just I mean, the thing is, they're paying Chris too much money, you know, to justify only putting him on like one hour every week or, you know, or on, on a one hour show every week. But. Yeah, I, I don't I don't understand what's but, going but on. The thing is, it's like and, and and you know, so okay, you tune in and then it's like all they're doing is talking about Ring of Honor and like all of you Ring of Honor fans, I'm sure you're excited about this thing. And it's like, really? Like, does that exist? Like Tony Khan, you're smart enough to know what wrestling fans want and like. And like Ring of Honor fans, uh, yes, they exist, but not this version of it. It would be like acting like wwe ecw you know what i mean like fans were the same ecw well, ring of honor like, it's dead like, guess ring of honor, honor fans, fans are now they're already. aw fans like they're aw fans yeah and they're like, wwe fans AEW. yeah well yeah you, you, you yeah. cannot watch wwe and and aw and be 
Like you see Ring of Honor's fingerprints. You probably see it in New Japan, honestly. You know, and that's yeah. that's its that's its legacy. It's the legacy isn't that we got to bring this back. There's no, no it's reason that it to is bring everywhere. it back. It's it changed everything. You know, it really did. It did a great job. I um, can't think of like like one new wrestling federation they need. Like Dana White bringing in slap boxing. I'm like, okay, that's gonna be a big hit because there's nothing really like it. Mm-hmm. But like right now, it's like there's just too much shit. We have too much shit. Yeah, I guess, man, it's, you know, these people, this is when, like, Robert would, would be good to talk, but it's, like, when when businessmen have money and are trying to make profit, they need to make more things to make more profit, and even if that thing is not even good or worthwhile or even fucking consumed, as long as it's there, it looks good on a portfolio, on a yeah. piece of paper for you to sign the next big contract, and it's a big waste of all of our time. Well, Raw had a good rating this week, but it was um, it's so funny what beat them. Y- y- Yellowstone is crushing everybody. Like Raw gets like three million, two to three million viewers. Yellowstone got like ten million views this week. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, f- I found out about Yellowstone when we went it's good. to uh, when when we went near Yellowstone. That's so gorgeous. And then man. everyone was visiting because of the show. It's like it's it, it really is like God took a bite out of the earth over there. <laughs> it's um, lovely, yeah. <laughs> this is pretty great. All right, the acclaimed music video I thought was awesome. So I just want to say right off the bat, I love the guy they got for Keith Lee. <laughs> Whoever got I don't know if that was the boys who did like you know, uh the acclaimed yeah, guys. Sw- Swerve was good too. Yeah. Swerve yeah. was good too, but like the guy they got for Keith Lee, <laughs> they just got like the most normal looking out of shape guy who talked like a librarian. Like it was so funny. They didn't like, they just got a guy. Like, it was so much more of an insult because he wasn't even, he's not even as fat as Keith Lee, but he just looked like a normal dude. Yeah. It was so funny, man. No, I, I thought the, I loved I thought the match was better than, I guess, you know, Meltzer didn't love it, but I, you know, I, he thinks that Bowens has lost a step, but well, wait, we're skipping over something, right? Because, so what had happened was last night I got to watch the first maybe less than half hour, right? Oh, and, I, I and then I had to go live my Jared life. Promo. Yeah. And yes, that's what I'm saying. There was that Jarrett promo too, because oh. I only saw the the Ring of Honor match and then the Ring of Honor promo, and I'm like, what are we doing? Because dude, AEW typically that first half hour is like the best half hour, right? Especially when Punk was around. No, and it's like you see like Daniel Bryan and like like fucking Sammy killing each other, and you're like, why? Yeah. Well, also, this crowd was not great, man, and I cannot blame the show because I and okay. we'll get to it. But I I did like the show, uh, but that crowd stunk. But I don't well, blame so for that first so twenty five minutes, this, dude. Ring of Honor. This bullshit. last Outlaw stuff, man. I mean, it's it's this Jared stuff is it's so bizarre and so tone deaf, dude. Not, it hit like, me. He he talks like Ernest, like Ernest P. Ward. <laughs> it's so it's just like because it's like okay we didn't want jared in, in aew and now he's doing this last outlaw character and you're like when has that ever been your character no unless when has that co- ever been your Dude, character and they could legit get it over if they treated it like a comedy bit you know like yeah if he, was, and they, if he was on his wild hogs if like if he acted like the last outlaw and then he turned around and had like shit shit running down his leg you know yeah, if he was um, like Travolta in Wild Hogs, it would be yes, fun. Yes, yeah, like that's who he should be. If but you're not the last outlaw, like you're you're a guy. No, it's like it's James Storm, that's Stone Cold, that's Hangman. It's not fucking some guy who's like 
like you just got out of your like basically touring planning job yeah you know you're not an outlaw oh man yeah Samoa Joe promo I thought it was a fantastic promo I loved it um I can't wait to see these three guys fight I wish here's my opinion on this whole thing is like like it seemed like Wardlow was actually the crowd was into him, which they were they were way more into Joe last week. Um, but I just there's been so many fucking turns, Scott, that like I wanted the Samoa Joe turning on Wardlow moment to be bigger, but because there's been just every fucking week they have a new turn or they're hinting at a turn. Like we're at least going to see two turns on this pay per view. Well, especially yeah. when like like the Joe thing, and we love Joe, and he was away for a little while, right? Like so yeah. many of these guys, they give him permission to do what they want to do, I guess, and I like that. But it does affect like the 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 TV product. And so Joe was away, and he was a face when he first showed up because anybody who shows up right away, it's like they're a face. Of course, Joe's going to get cheered, you know. But you want Joe as a fucking heel, and so it's like, well, how do we get him there? But you just do it, and so like. AEW does that a lot where you just like I, I'm I'm not even against it, but you just see where they're moving the piece, you know, and they just do it so quickly yeah. sometimes. Um, but it is to reset. And I think that's why like I'm excited to to think about after this pay-per-view and coming out of it, like, oh wait, we could be in a position where shit is gonna be good. But I feel like we say that, you know, often. It's about, been a it's wrestling. been a it's been a rough couple months. But it's been and... a rough couple of months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I think, been, I think since I mean, the summer, man. I think since the summer AEW has uh, been in in a, in in a funk obviously. In a CM funk. <laughs> CM funk. Um no, I don't even, got... and I don't even think it's entirely his fault and I miss him. I I've been texting with Lawrence and Shout out to Mike Lawrence and uh, baby Logan and Adina. Yeah, dude, that was gonna be my high spot. But, oh, of yeah, course. Mike we'll does have a kid. Logan, Logan, yeah. but Mike has a new beautiful boy, um, yeah. Logan Mauricio with uh, Adina. So congratulations to Mike and his wife Adina. Yeah, one hundred percent. The the best. But um, me and him were, you know, soon after the congratulations, we were talking about um, CM Punk and the impact. Yeah, well, Mike, Mike, is still, Mike is still on the spectrum. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, we talked about the fucking kid for like a sentence and a half, and then it just turned into all of us, like my, myself included, writing paragraphs on AEW booking. <laughs> yeah. Which wrestler looks the most like he's in a diaper? Like his you know, it's, it's, is like a baby diaper. Well, this is the thing, like, people think, like, oh, now that we're kind of, now it's like me, Robert, and Scott have kind of been on a similar page in the last couple of weeks with the wrestling because AEW has been objectively not great. But uh, you'd think that the text would be less, but now we're just commiserating more. <laughs> so it just never stops. Never. But but, um, but we were talking about Punk's, uh, you know, the, the year Punk had because the scrum obviously was a big mess and it was like, you know, let's get him the fuck out of here, whatever, whatever the decision was. But man, what a run he had. And like at the end of the year, you might have to look back and be like, he probably had feud of the year. I mean, what um, is, is it's between him and Brock for best year run ever? Like Brock's first year in WWE, and then Punk's year here. Oh, if we're talking, yeah, I mean, dude, like, like all time, like look, if, man, as if you far think as, like, in the terms year? of like actually like good wrestling content, and you remember that most of your memories are video packages, like, dude, this CM Punk AEW run is it's fucking up there, man. It's really, it's really up there. good. I mean, the most especially like ever, to honor a guy's career, yeah. like they really like gave him everything, you know. And uh, well, and and I, w- I would say like the most overrun ever was like fourteen to fifteen with Steve Austin, you know. 
sure, um, when sure. he won for Michaels, and then he it sets him up to the whole corporate. You know, they have the whole bit stuff. But I mean, as far as just like every single feud feeling different, every match feeling different. I mean, he was just a, he really did have an incredible. You know, it's funny because he's not going to get wrestler of the year, but he should have at some point. Yeah. But I guess like the way because he started, you know, in September last year and then he he basically like ended this year, you know, obviously in September. But before that, he seemed like he was ending. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I am looking forward to these three guys fighting and trying to beat the shit out of each other. And Oh, yeah. I mean, back to I, these boys. Yeah. 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 I, I mean, I love powerhouse Hobbs, man. I don't know if. You know, he kind of got chewed up a little bit on the mic because he he went after Joe, and Joe's just a way better promo. But yeah, he he also stumbled. You know, he walked out, yeah. and one of the first things he said, he kind of flopped. And yeah, yeah. Well, it takes time. So you got to do that. You got to like get these guys keep going. And then we had, you know, I'm 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 fascinated to hear what you thought about this Britt Baker promo because it was objectively delivered excellently. Like she cut an amazing babyface promo, um, but. But what? Isn't she supposed to be the heel in this match? Like, there hasn't been any indication that Soraya's going heel. And, I mean, like, Soraya's promo was a little heelish last week. It did seem like she was legitimate. Maybe I've just got work. But it did seem like she was legitimately annoyed by some of the things Soraya said. Hmm. Um, And she kind of went... I don't know. My question for you is, would you consider that going into business for yourself, the way she handled that? Uh, I mean, the only reason I wouldn't say it's going into business for yourself is because it was pre-recorded and then put on the television show, right? Yeah, um, but it did. It seems like a, it was a weird way to build this match of a returning hero, right? To have sure, that promo. sure. Oh yeah, yeah. And I think, huh? I don't know. I, I, I think this match, what what they're hoping, and I think it's what they're going to get, and it is because the way they've been cutting these promos is it is going to be very split, but not in a bad way. Like, I think this match is going to be very loud, and I hope it's maybe maybe not first, but, like, second. Like, let the crowd go crazy for these girls, because I think yeah, this, that, well, like, exactly this is the match where, like, where, the moments are going to matter. You know, like, did you see that Anthony Agogo interview came out this week, and he said that the reason the Cody Rhodes match didn't work is a bunch of time was cut from it, and... That in that yeah, match, that's it not was just like the why. breathing. Yeah. I know, of course, but he said the <laughs> moments where they had to like breathe in the match were the moments that were going to make it matter. And I think in a match like this, that's where it actually does matter. It's like a Rock versus Hogan kind of thing, you know. Like I am not expecting yeah. a great match, and I do not think this is anything like a dream match to me personally. But it is a moment for AEW to have like, whoa, this is two women that everybody is like chaotic over. That hasn't happened really in this company yet, and so I mean, I think it's, it's, it's the cool biggest. Moment. They they are the biggest stars. This is the biggest women's, women's match division. they've ever had, right? It uh, is, absolutely. Period. And so I, I, I think, don't. I can't think of another one. And, and I think when you I mean, met, unless you want to count Jade Cargill and Shaq versus Cody. Yeah. And, and so when yeah. you let Britt get real with it, it like it invites the crowd to get real with it, which is like, oh wow, we love both of them. Let's go ape shit. And I hope that's yeah. what happens. Or you know, that, I mean, they're gonna botch a bunch. <laughs> Um, well, you know, it's, I think it's going to be difficult, man. I think Paige is rusty and Brit's fantastic on the mic, but she's kind of only as good as her opponent is, you know, in the ring. So, you know, I mean, I'm sure she'll get better. Yeah. I hope they plan out every spot in this match. I'm sure she'll get better, but we'll see. Hour two. 
um, Dante Martin, his brother, and another guy versus Death Triangle, and they signed that other guy to a contract afterwards. And I was just kind of like, I don't think he was bad or anything. But Ar I'm Fox, like, why? I'm like Air Fox. I'm kind of like, why? You're just you're trying to like you job Bandito in the second hour. It's like you've signed so many good people you don't have spots for. Why are you? Why? What's going on? What the guy got on the Indies a little longer, you know? Well, um, well, look. So he's been doing it for like fifteen years. Uh, uh, he's been well, on Dark a bunch. I guess he is someone that um, Tony has taken a liking to. But it is funny the first time you see him on Dynamite, and then you know he does some cool stuff. But compared to literally every other guy in the ring, no, right? He was like, yeah, he was fine, totally was fine, good, right? But he was a little yeah, slower good. than everyone, and that's fine. You're fighting fucking Pac, like what you know, whatever. Um, but. Hawk is insane, man. And then they had afterwards, they announced that the elite will be fighting Death Triangle yeah, for so the title. Yeah, how did you like that? How, how, what did you think of the way they announced it? Um, I, I mean, like, do I think it was electric? No. Do I understand that they wanted to, like, make sure people know the elite were going to be on the show before people... Were... I think they're very nervous right now, man, because I, I don't think this... Pay... No, I could be... I hope I'm wrong. Like I hope, as much as like I I take shots at AEW and WWE, like I I hope it, I hope you have two strong wrestling companies, but I I think they're gonna get really hurt this show with Punk and and part part of that is self inflicted, even without the Punk thing. Like for instance, it's like you really should have had MJF on TV more before this feud, um, if you want to make him your next guy. So I mean I I was fine that they did it, and it was kind of cool with the Thanos stuff, but. I don't understand. It's a little bit like if they're doing this tongue in cheek thing, like, oh, they've been, we thought we, they were erased from history because of the media scrum, but then we're not going to talk about the scrum. Like, who cares? Right. Well, um, and I guess we'll get to it. They are doing the scrum, though, and we talked about it already. Yeah. So, like, if the elite win, they get interviewed at the scrum. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, so yeah. what happens in that situation? And my guess is they have a um, they got something planned for that, you know, like a storyline plan. I don't mean involving punk or anything like that, but it's like I don't think you can have those three guys sit down and do a media scrum unless it's like an ass kiss fest, which no one wants because you want real questions because it is real journalism. Right. I mean, kind of. Uh, and so I don't know, but you don't want to see them stumble and get their asses chewed either. Right. Because. They yeah, pretty chewed enough ass. So I don't know. Um, yeah, weird position. I mean, I'm sure the match is going to be fantastic, which we'll get to. But yeah, match is going to rule hard, dude. Yeah, but even that it's... man, Kenny's been gone for a full fucking year, dude. They say it was a uh, at you know last full year. So this same pay per view was when he lost to Hangman. Mm -hmm. That was his last singles match. Yeah, it's uh, and I mean like. As great as I think Kenny is, and I mean, I think there's an argument, you know, for him being that he was definitely the best in the world in ring at one point, 100%. He, he hasn't looked bad since he came back, but he definitely doesn't look like the same old Kenny either. Well, you know, well, well, well. But so that final match, though, at double or nothing, he looked great. He looked I hope great. So. He did. I just don't. And that know, was part of the storyline. Remember, each week he'd come back a little better, and then and then at yeah. double or nothing, he showed up with that spray tan. Ooh la la! 
<laughs> uh, just this is all podcast is just all of us slowly coming out of the closet. Yeah, absolutely. All it is. Got a Ricky Starks promo. I thought it was good. I think this tournament is fucking snake bit though. Well, dude, like, yeah, you see that? It's not even gonna be on the fucking show. Is that match not gonna be on the show now? Like, dude, 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 the... dude, dude. Okay, so I figured like, okay, the the, the Ricky Starks I heard they were injury is two legit. He has like it. a real injury, right? So mm-hmm. I figured, oh, now Ricky's gonna have to maybe do two matches in one night, right? You do it at zero hour and at the pay per view. Yeah. No, I don't think any of that is happening. It's like the final is not is on dynamite next week. So then they're, what are they doing for the next one? They're doing Ethan Page and who are they doing? What are they I, doing? I don't even know. Who is it? Ethan Page for well, so it's, it was, it's still got to be Ricky Starks versus Archer. But I heard that was to, uh, that was on Rampage, right? That's going to be on Rampage. Yeah, that's going to be on Rampage. And then I think Zero oh, Hour is maybe one other thing. I don't know, man. It, it seems like a fucking mess. This whole tournament, and, and uh, it also doesn't help that we know whoever winning this tournament is dropping to MJF. Yeah, but that's like, that why doesn't I help it. like that it's not on a pay-per-view, because now it, it makes the main event more unpredictable. You know what I'm saying? Well, I guess they changed it, because last time I looked, it was on the pay-per-view. But No, but, but that's what I mean. Page. The final isn't. It can't be anymore. That's what I'm saying. It, the final is on uh, Wednesday. I'm just pulling up. Let me put up, pull up my Wikipedia Wikipedia, Daniel. <laughs> Let me pull up my Dave Meltzer Twitter. Hold on. Brian Cage versus no, it's did they say the finals, semifinals? It's Brian Cage versus Lance Archer or Ricky Starks. So yeah, you're right. It's not gonna be it's they're just gonna have the semi, I guess, semi. before. All right, good. Put it on the pre-show. Nobody needs to see fucking a Brian Cage match in a pay-per-view. <laughs> he you always know. delivers. But so does Domino's, and we don't need that either. Hey! Hey! See, it's got a bananas in Hasbrook Heights. Yeah. Uh, he's not going to be doing comedy, just walking the walls, <laughs> walking the halls, <laughs> looking in your eyes. Um, we have uh, next is uh, Ethan Page versus Bandito. I mean, I thought this was fine, you know. Um, I think Bandito's a fantastic wrestler. I think Ethan Page is, is a good wrestler. Um, you know, it's just kind of like this is the problem, man. It's like you can't all right, shit all you want on WWE, but it's like okay, I'm gonna use the example. This is a weird example because he's not half the wrestler Bandio is. But do you remember like I know Sin Cara was a huge fail for them, yeah, but they built him up really well. Do you know yeah, what I mean? They had they like made, press conferences and shit, yeah. They had press conferences, they had like all right, let's have the cool lighting. Let's have him face a bunch of guys we know he's going to beat first, you know? Let's make him special. And, you know, the first couple matches this guy's had, Bandito or Jericho and Ethan Page, and he beat Roosh. But, again, it's like, who cares about Roosh? So it's like you're bringing these guys in, and it's awesome you're giving me a job. And it's awesome that I get to see Bandito wrestle. But you're not giving me a reason to care about him. Yeah. And Bandito is a guy, it's like, he's so damn good, and he looks so cool. And it's like, sell those action figures. Guys like him and Darby should be stars of the show. And when you sign him, I don't think um, he should be losing. But I do think they're pushing the hell out of Ethan Page. And I do think he's great. Do I connect with him like crazy? No. But I see that he is awesome and super, super talented. What did you think of the match? I thought it was really good. I thought it was a fun match. Ethan Ethan actually impressed me uh, a lot, and Bandito always impresses me. But yeah, I was really really yeah. impressed with Ethan. I guess maybe that Jericho Bandito match was so man, good. His strength, but 
Yeah. yeah, they're both big guys. They both are deceptively big guys. So yeah, you know, it's just it's 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 a thing where he's young, right? Which we love this about AEW. But now that MJF is going to be the champion, we hope and pray to our Lord. Um, oh, I have a question for do you. you this, do you want to see him match. fighting young guys? Does that feel like main events now? If it's MJF versus Ethan Page, if it's MJF versus other young guys, like does that feel like a main yeah. event? You know, I have a question I, for you. What? Does this MJF does MJF going over Moxley is it this the last match that we needed like a, a finish a definitive finish where we needed one guy to go over the other guy it, uh, at this level I guess was Daniel Bryan at yo 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 hey what's up. Hey, I don't know. Just, I, I just click. Oh, uh, no I guess, worries. Oh, okay. I think I accidentally muted you. I didn't know I had yeah. that power, Dan. No, you can do Sorry, it. Sorry, listeners. This is the first time I'm recording, <laughs> so I can. I, I have the power to mute you. It also says yeah. 40 minutes, so we're probably gonna have to stop at one point and then restart. Well, do you use my you use my login, right? No. Oh shit! That's why I told you to use my login because I have unlimited minutes. Oh hell! Well, uh, we whatever. Let's, let's, we'll part, we'll right? speed it. Yeah, we'll, we'll speed it up. Um, but no, my question. Speed it up. We're good. My my question. Yeah, ten is, minutes. It'll 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 end. It it'll, uh, okay. All right. So we'll have to we'll finish this and then do another invite for our awesome. our predictions. But my question for you is: Is the last time that they needed and wrestling needed a booking decision? Like we need MJF to go for Moxley. It's not even a question. The last time. This the last time we've seen this pronounced of a need was when Daniel Bryan went over at 30, right? Has it been that long? Like I was trying to say, has there been any match since Daniel Bryan winning the titles where we needed the guy to go over? Yeah, where the actual company needed it needed. in order for like the fan base to stay intact legitimately. Yeah. Um hmm. yeah, man. If it, it gets yeah, bigger than the Punk first winning. time. It it is, I think, very important for this company to have him as their champion, and I think they need to go fucking crazy with him, put him on everything, because he's so beyond capable, and he's yeah, such he... a good pro wrestler that anything he goes on, he's gonna bring that piece of it with him. Like that's the thing I hate when a wrestler goes on a Conan or something, and they're yeah. just sitting there, and like MJF will still have those. He's a heel through and through, you know? And so mm -hmm. it's, yeah, man, I, I want this guy to make magic. And, like, not just for the company, for himself, you know? And, uh, yeah, put a rocket on him, dude. Should go on. You know what match I want to see? He's going to uh, NFL Sunday and, like, get into it with Terry Bradshaw. And then Terry Bradshaw just has, like, a CTE break and just beats him in front of everyone. Yeah, man, he needs to, like, the way people go, oh, my God, Kanye went crazy. Like, he needs to go crazy for you know like he needs to cool. just get a people's attention and i know i kanye is a bad example <laughs> yeah but it's too crazy okay but remember like kanye a few years ago if mjf <laughs> if mjf went crazy like kanye kanye would just go see this is what i was talking about yeah i think mjf would commit suicide if he if he felt <laughs> the way kanye did about yeah okay um, <laughs> all right and then finally let's get to well no there's a match before our main event segment and that was tony storm versus anna jay my question, Scott, do you think Anna Jay 
is in the catbird seat for wrestle roasts worst wrestler of the year because I, I for me it's always been between her and von wagner but like von wagner isn't doesn't irritate me as much and von wagner like like they both are interesting to look at because anna jay's hot and von, von wagner's got these big eyes and these giants and you're like oh this is kind of like a freak but like i i mean he's devoid of charisma so is she but she's also like super obnoxious I just I think she may be the worst wrestler in a major company right now. Like I, yeah, I, I, I she she annoys me way worse than Dana Brooke does. Dude, honestly, yeah. the only way the Jericho Appreciation Society can um can recover from whatever they are is yeah. it needs to get real serious and real dark, like like a like an FX series or something. And it you need <laughs> to find out that like Jericho is like feeding these people drugs you know and like this is why she acts this weird in front of a camera and can't cut a fucking promo and this is why hager is so obsessed with his hat and like wants to him every time he touches like he's just like drugging like it's why sammy can't keep his tongue in his mouth you know? it's just they're like hopped up on fucking uh all of the drugs and it needs to take a very very dark turn it's 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 insane the spot she's given you know, and it's like, dude, and when, and then when, when, honestly, it's not even, dude. When it the, the Jericho, the Jericho appreciation site, and then she comes out, and it's like, I hate all of this. I hate it. Dude. <laughs> I mean, who who would you say right now is in in the catbird seat for your worst wrestler of the year? Wrestler, I don't know, man. I don't pay attention enough to like WWE. You know, and yeah. Uh, uh, is there so... anybody in AEW worse than Anna Jay right? And by the way, the match was fine. Like she did okay, dude. Brother Jungle Boy, who is one, of, dude. I got his autograph somewhere in this room. You know, I hide my wrestling stuff, so it's somewhere in this room. Yeah. And uh, I got like an action figure of his that's somewhere in this room. I love, I, lo I love Jungle Boy, and his promos are like maybe, maybe some of the worst of the year. Like to be able to legitimately, he could have had a dope feud with Christian, and I know Christian got hurt and stuff. But to be so unable to like attack a guy after he's like, I'm glad your dad's dead. Yeah. Just to be like, you son of a gun. <laughs> I think he's gotten a little better. Maybe it's because he's so good in the ring that I like. I oh, I love him in the ring, on. man. I love him in the ring. Yeah. You know, so. All right. Well, our main event segment, this was the one that um, it's kind of been maligned online so far, but it was, you know, setting up our, our big match for full gear. Uh, Moxley came out. To some cheers, some booze. He recounted the feud, which did not help, I don't think, with the match on Saturday. Because he was just like, then there was this crazy, you know, ladder match where it was a shitty finish. And then, you know, this guy became champ. It just like, it kind of sounded like he was almost like negging the company. I, don't, I know that's not what he meant to do. He's trying to like, but he's not important to this feud, you know? So I would have almost had William Regal do it or something. Or give him more time on the mic. And I think Mox is a good promo. I just I just didn't know what the fuck that was. Uh, then the firm came out to attack Moxley. Then MJF comes out and like beats the firm up with all these like Popeyes moves, you know, like <laughs> like well, Looney Tune type moves. Like well, you, old... Yeah, you know what that was, right? Well, I, th I thought he was like making fun of old school baby faces, but like what was it? Well, I, the way I saw it was mjf is the ultimate heel right mm -hmm. and and he does all this heel shit like every match it's like the ring it's like classic heel shit and yeah. so now that he's a face 
he comes out and it's like you're you're he's he's supposed to and the crowd stunk for it but he's supposed to do this like amazing stone cold steve austin baby face run in but it's like with these classic heel moves like eye poke kicking the balls and the wrestlers don't expect it and that's actually why he's able to take them all out because he's not fighting them as a face He's doing heel shit to them. And so when he looks a guy in the face, they're ready for some baby face stuff. And then he low blows him. Oh, I didn't expect that because usually, you know, I'm the heel and I, I'm not getting low blowed. Well, that's what you got to do to a heel. And so now it's like, this is what the company needs. It needs the devil. And the devil is the only one who's going to be able to beat people like this because he knows better than they do uh, how to play this game. You know, it's dope shit, but it just failed so miserably because the crowd kind of stunk and because the firm isn't established at all and because it is weird to to translate that uh thing I've, I've never wanted regal to turn on somebody more just just so we don't have to see the firm ever involved oh, in the I main know. event i want, I want regal with mjf bad i do i do all right well that's our uh dynamite review folks coming in on the second zoom which you guys won't notice because they'll be interspliced Thanks will to be our Zach. full gear predictions. All right, everybody. We're back with our full gear predictions. Uh, this is uh, already a pretty long show. Luckily, just 10 matches on the main show so far. So that's a plus. Um, but we'll go to the pre-show match, which will be Brian Cage versus either Lance Archer or Ricky Starks. So you, you were saying there's Rick, Ricky has a legitimate entry right now? Or he did last week. But he's okay now? I guess so. He's wrestling, yeah. So I guess that Starks is going to be... Well, he already beat Cage once, so I guess he's going to beat him a second time. Yeah, he's got to. They're going to do Starks and Ethan Page, and then they'll, have, they'll feed Starks to MJF. At least that's what I think is going to happen. Or no, probably Paige because of the firm, right? They'll finish that up unless. And uh, please get away from that, though. You know what I mean? Like, sure, sure. Winter is coming agree, soon, but... right? It's like a few weeks away, so you just do it and end it. But yeah, I don't think it's the thing you should start an MJF run on. But oh, also, we... like, dude, like you know how the, the this dynamite works. Sometimes it's the winner is coming match. It might not even be a big deal title match. They might announce a title match before even that. Like how many times has that happened with Moxley? You know, that's true. I kind of, I, I really hope it's uh Starks and MJF. Cause I think they'll both, I think Starks can get a lot out of a loss to MJF, you know? Oh man. I um, think them flipping out on each other would be uh, amazing. Amazing. Especially cause Starks is like, you know, his whole thing is sincerity. That's when he's the best. It's not yeah. like when he's like trying to be cool. It's like when he tells you how much he loves the business and shit. Yeah. So yeah. it'll be it'll be a really it'll be a nice juxtaposition. But all right, this match I'm really looking forward to. Um, it's the first TNT Championship match with with Wardlow in it that I've been looking forward to. It's a it's a three way for the AEW TNT Championship. Wardlow versus Samoa Joe versus Powerhouse Hubs. It's I just I'm just going by the reaction on Wednesday and it doesn't seem like Powerhouse Hobbs was over enough to throw the title on him. Samoa Joe, you know, like Samoa Joe is one of these things I kind of look at Samoa Joe like I do Zion Williamson now, where it's like <clears throat> this amazing talent who's just constantly plagued by injury. So don't give him the fucking title because who knows when he's gonna hit his head wrong and be out for another eight months. Yeah, yeah. Who do you got for this? 
It, uh, so if it was just, you know, AEW happening and this was a, a triple threat match and it was just TNT title match, I'd go Wardlow, right? It makes the most sense. And I wouldn't want to pin Joe, you know, because I do love Joe. Yeah. But Joe has the TV title, right? And so then you got to go like, oh, they got this goddamn uh, final battle Ring of Honor show in a few weeks. Samoa Joe is on the poster. And so maybe they have Joe win the title. So you get a TNT and TV title defense on like that's what, every time you watch a Ring of Honor match, you got to go. How, how is this going to affect that company like what what do you think tony would want right now and you go oh maybe yeah i mean want the tnt title to be brought over to ring of honor for a moment because he wants tnt to pick up ring of honor it's like fine dude i mean this is gonna be my low spot but i'll talk about it now um i guess like ugh, the the new tnt the new head of tnt like said something like you know we don't even need the end you know we could we could we could work without the nba and it's just like there is no way you guys could work without the NBA. <laughs> like no. the net, the network will go away. That's why you just, you know, backed up a Brinks, you know, truck full of money to Charles Barkley's house. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I'm like, I'm like, if if that happens, I mean, AEW, everything on TNT may be done, you know. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, also, I mean, if you do want, you know, I do think Powerhouse Ops is great, and you know, if you wanted him to pin Joe as a way to get the title off Wardlow. That also makes sense. Like anybody winning this makes sense. Yeah. 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 And you just hope it's fun. And uh, one guy doesn't look stupid standing in the corner since it's a triple threat match. And that happens often. You know, they had that great SummerSlam four way main event where it was uh Braun, Joe Roman and Brock. Oh, I love and, that. Yeah. I uh, love such a great match. Uh, even, even Meltzer gave it like 4.75 stars and that is not his type of match um but like i I would uh i would definitely i would watch that match over and see how they used to because they they had very creative ways of like getting guys out of the spotlight you know yeah yeah all right death triangle Pac, penta and ray phoenix versus uh the elite kenny omega and the young bucks by the way again Alex Alex Abrahantes is no, not him. Sorry, I'm, I'm confusing him with the with the Andrade and Rusha's manager. That guy's getting more ripped every segment I see him. He's putting more muscle on. Um, but with this match, I mean, it's got to be the elite, right? I mean, there's no other. What what unless like Death Triangle wins is a weird punishment to the elite, but I just don't see that happening. Yeah, no, I think it. I think it will be the elite. I think it makes sense. I actually thought because I didn't mention it, but the Dynamite promo was really great. Um, the way Pac was like, you know, like, uh, you think you're coming for us, but we've been waiting for you. It's like, oh, that's great. Yeah, they have been away. Um, of course, you know, some people were like, why do they get a title defense? It's like, dude, AR Fox and Top Flight or whatever. Like, (laughs) they just got a title shot, and also they got the title stripped from them. It's their fucking title. You know, it might as well be an interim. They just didn't call it that. Because they didn't know what was going to be happening with these guys, you know. No, it's the only match to make, and and it yeah. should open the show. It should and open look, the show. I would love for it to open the show. Um, I do. Uh, we've seen the match before. I guess that's the only negative. But the positive is it's these fucking guys, and even if uh, they're a little rusty, they're rusty as magic. I, I think this is going to yeah. be a, a blast, and you know, they're going to have a point to make, and. Maybe some shots to me. It'll be interesting. They're going to get cheered. 
Will we hear some CM Punk chants? Probably, right? Probably. It's Newark, so yes. Yeah, you know and dude, I, mean? I like, hope they play what they always fucking played, what they played in New Japan, what they what, what they played in Ring of Honor. It's like they they are these guys who kind of act like Shawn Michaels uh, in storyline, you know, and that's what you need to do right now because that's the fun takeaway after you get in a fight backstage with somebody. Especially after you get your ass beat. Yeah, Peacock tricks, you know. I mean, it's not great that, you know, it is the first fight CM Punk's won, though, so give him that. Luchasaurus versus Jungle Boy, Jack Perry in a steel cage match. You know, I think I should be looking forward to this more than I am. I mean, I think both guys are really good in the ring. I think Jungle Boy is tremendous in the ring. I don't understand. This already sounds like super gay, but when you have somebody, well, literally gay, you know, like when you have someone as beautiful as Jungle Boy, Jack Perry, do you really want to like cover him up in a cage? <laughs> you know, I'm sorry to like, isn't the whole thing he's got this gorgeous luscious hair and also like I always have a weird thing it's like even when like you know Triple H fought Mick Foley at the opening of SummerSlam in the big blue cage where full mankind does the Jimmy Snuka spot it's just bizarre to me when a steel cage match you know it's obviously a blood feud there's reasons for it in storyline but it's not even the top three most important matches of the night no so it, it, it's just weird to have that you know this is this is one of the reasons i want to go is because it doesn't feel like one of the i think you gotta go man i think but listen but listen it 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 doesn't feel like one of the most important matches Mm -hmm. but then when it when it's happening you're like god damn okay like forget all the fucking this whole feud has been like a a mess right and jungle boy and luchasaurus should be a really big match man because in terms of like aew and it becoming a goddamn company uh they ruled as a tag team. It was so cool to see them. They were like their first before the acclaimed. It was like these guys and they were never as yeah. the acclaimed, but goddamn, were they over? And it was the coolest, you know? And so I think you're going to get moments in this match. that are going to feel so damn cool to see jungle boy standing on top of the cage, like Jimmy Snuka. Yeah, he's got to do a crazy spot, right? Yeah, he's going to do an unbelievable spot. It's going to, Luchasaurus is going to do a cool spot. Yes, they'll botch. Yes, it'll be contrived in moments. Uh, But Christian will call somebody's mom a whore. It'll be cool. It'll be cool. I mean, the thing is, Christian is like, he is a Will Ferrell heel. It's great. It's not like, he's not MJF. He's not going to like blow you away with like a brilliant thing. He's just going to be like, his whole character is like, I'm a rich prick veteran who doesn't want to work. Yeah, it's, awesome. man, he, it's uh this is this is a match that I think people are gonna be really happy about. Now the one negative is they don't really film cage matches that well. So they do not. No, they they're don't. hard they're hard to film, but yeah. the best but my favorite AEW match has been Lucha Bros versus Bucks in the steel cage. So man, I gotta rewatch that. It's so good. I, I liked it better than the hangman match. Um but Here's a match I don't think anybody in the world is looking forward to. Not even fucking Karen Angle. And that is Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal versus Sting and Darby Allen. I think Sting and Darby are going to win. Here's how I want it to end. I want a storyline for Darby and Sting to put Jeff Jarrett in a garbage bag, attach him to that car, and then just drive off into the desert. And he his character's dead in AEW. He can he can pop him in federations, but you literally just you actually kill the character off, which you never do in wrestling. But I think that that's the only way. I, I think they need I really do think they at least need to like 
fucking end this, man. They yeah. need to end the fuck out of this real no. fast. Yeah, he needs to be banished. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it needs to be. It really is. I, I just we're gonna talk about. It. I just read Brian Bortz's book, and you know it's so funny because Vince gets pissed about everything, but the only thing that like he was truly apologetic about was, you know, they Brian Bortz talks about. They made Vince Russo, they had him run creative again, you know, after WCW ended in two weeks and he was making all these terrible decisions and he, um, and then, but Vince is like, no, you got to work under him and he's your boss and just pitch me what he has. So then they all go into the writer's room and they pitch Vince all of these tournament ideas that Vince Russo had and Vince just pauses for, for like three minutes and he just goes, I am so sorry. This was on me. I should have never brought him back. I am so sorry. Uh, just have a good night. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Him. He fired him. It's like the only time Vince like, just took full responsibility and was like, yeah, you're." I think that Tony should do that. I think that at the scrum, he should be like, this was uh, an unforgivable mistake. Dude, can we do scrum in. predictions too? <laughs> we should. Yeah, let's do those at the end. <laughs> okay. Let's okay. do this at the end. Let's do this at the end. <laughs> but I do think that it, I think that I, I honestly think he would win back a lot of the audience. I know if they're like, look, I'll keep him hired. He's going to work for this company. But you're right. He never should have been on TV. And as an owner, that's my bad. Like, I think Tony should just do that. Yeah. Yeah. That's how this feud should end. It shouldn't even end in storyline. Like, even if, like, I think a great way to pop the audience would be the first message in the beginning of it. Be like, hey, look, we're going to have, we're going to have, like, Darby do some cool shit on a skateboard backstage for you guys. But uh, we are no longer having this match. We are very sorry. <laughs> that should, have, yeah. it should open the pay-per-view. Yeah, no, that's what it is. Like, so the, like, all those elite teases where they're, like, disappearing in time, it's to reveal that they have the power to do that. And then when they arrive, they make Jeff Jarrett disappear. And then immediate faces and it's, no one has to worry about CM Punk chance. It's like, uh, it's like, uh, what's it called? You remember in Who Framed Roger Rabbit, how they Chris, kill Christopher Lloyd? You just see like the, you just see the hat and, and Jarrett's like boots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of, <laughs> um, Britt Baker versus Soraya. Um, I think Soraya's got to win this, right? Yeah, well, she's definitely winning this. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't even want to. I don't even want to make jokes. <laughs> I think she's just gonna win. I don't think. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I hope she's safe. You know, it is weird, man, because I, I really thought when they signed her, she was like good to go. But it really has been very weekly, right? Um, I guess I don't know. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me either way. It wouldn't surprise me if they were working us and they knew the whole time. And it wouldn't be surprising me if Tony just sign somebody sight unseen because he did that with Mark Henry and Big Show and then like literally use him once every three weeks. E either one is very possible to me. Yeah. Yeah. Jade Cargill versus Nyla Rose singles match for the AEW TBS championship. Wait, how many botches do you think are gonna happen in the uh in the in the Baker Soraya match? Mm -hmm. Dude, I really hope it's I like think limited be, moves. Uh, three um, recognizable ones and then two that are bad. Oh wow that's a lot man. I, I don't ooh. know. It's been a while. It's been a while. We got, we, we both say this as much as we love the Britt Baker character in the promo. When she gets in the ring, it's, 
It's okay. Yeah, I think, but I think this is like, this is a match uh, where you get Dustin, right? Because Dustin apparently works with the women and whatnot. And you just be like, dude, like, let's try to make something like you and Cody did. Like, this is a moment match. This isn't a fucking match where we want to see moves. I just, I want to, you know, it's got to be planned out well. Yeah. I'm just going to feel really bad, man, if, if it goes poorly for her. That's all. I am too. And, you know, her, people her are promo, very unkind. Her promos have kind of been all over the place. And she's I know. Had a hard I feel life. Like, I feel like every week she just apologizes on Twitter after the show for some reason. It's been through a lot, man. Yeah, like, man. She's one of the, she's one of those people, like, I think more so than any other wrestler in the business. Like, I want to, like, I would be so happy if she just quit and found, like, a happy wife outside of wrestling. <laughs> Yeah, I you hope know? she wins the lottery uh, the day <laughs> the day after the pay per view. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, I want her to kind of disappear for wrestling, but like for Goodwill Hunting reasons of like she's not here, she's not here. Yeah, opposed I- to uh, Teddy Hart, who I just want to see brought to justice. She's <laughs> 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 oh, going to pick up Teddy Hart, and he's gone. But you know, it's to like evade the law. But you're still, but you're still happy for him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're a cop, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's gone. He's gone. Uh, <laughs> Jade, Jade Cargill versus Nyla Rose. Speaking of botches, I mean, this match will be terrible. Um, it'll be five minutes. Hopefully, Nyla doesn't hurt her. I mean, I don't and know Vicky, what else. Vicky will be screaming on the side. I mean, it's just going to be. I mean, they should put this on the pre-show. If any match should be on the fucking pre-show, it should be this one. You know, you yeah, have. You... I, 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 I like both uh, wrestlers, but yeah, you know. I don't see Nyla. What what do people see in Nyla Rose? And I love the Jade Cargill character, but in ring, it's still tough, man. It's tough, yeah. you know. I'll say she this: should... so three legitimate female ma- like women's matches on the card. Like these, sure. these are feuds. These are real feuds that we've seen on TV. Like whether we're, we've been blown away by them or not, they're legit <laughs> feuds and real matches that you can go. Oh yeah, I know why they're fighting. Okay, if, if they just took, I mean, this sounds crazy, but if they took, if they just didn't have Jade wrestle on TV for a couple months, but every night you just had her wrestle somebody like Natalia, she would be so much better, and then bring in the matches. But they're not in a position to do that. So, yeah, no, she, she this would just be a lot of video packages of her, and then she comes out, on, yeah, on pay per views. Chris Jericho versus Brian Danielson versus Claudio Castagnoli versus Sammy Guevara. Now, in a four-way match for the Ring of Honor World Championship. Now, if you had told me this match eight months ago, I'd be like, are you fucking out of your mind? Of course I'm going to be pumped to see this match. I love all those guys. They're all great. They're amazing in the ring. And I could not give a fuck about this match. I don't care who wins. I'm annoyed that everybody's in it. I'm annoyed how they use Danielson. I'm annoyed that, you know, they've kind of like – Cut the balls off of Sammy. I'm uh, like Claudio's basically done disappearing act. Jericho is overstayed as welcome. Um, it, it's just it, I, I, this is like this. This may be the most skippable match for me because at least with Jade and Nyla, you're like, oh, let's see if they can get through this without fucking it up. You know, like when, but there's nothing with that. It's like you don't want to see, you don't care, you don't want to see Jericho retain, but you also don't want to see him beat. It's it's amazing, like how. Little I care about this match. Yeah, I mean, I think talented people that are in it. Something about Jericho, though, uh, especially at pay per views, he he does kind of know how to have a a good time, you know. And I think, oh, we know that. Yeah, man, I think this match is gonna surprisingly be a good time. You're gonna be like, 
there's going to be funny moments and crazy ass moments because Sammy always does, especially on a pay per view. Uh, I think we are going to really enjoy the match. It's just we. It does not matter who wins. I could give a fuck who wins, and that really stinks, especially because you want Brian Danielson to, uh, you know, his wins and losses to matter, and and this definitely doesn't. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. But I do think it's going to be a blast. I mean, it also depends on, I guess, where they put it, but it could be a lot of fun if Jericho is in a fun mood and not in like a, I can out wrestle Danielson. No, you can't. You be the funny one in the match. Yeah. Everybody else can. Yeah. Wrestle. By the way, I think Claudio's sharpshooter is better than Brett's. Yeah, man, he rules. It's I, what do you do with him? I don't even know. I just love it. They're always like, Oh, it's, 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 if Danielson and Claudio, man, if they were in AEW, they'd be tearing it up. Well, no, dude, it, dude. Honestly, if you if you asked me, like, hey, what would you do with a Claudio? I'd be like, oh man, I'd buy a, a, I'd buy a Ring of Honor and just like focus the company around him, and then I'd be wrong. But that's what I would do. Yeah, and I would have been wrong. Yeah, he just you know he is he's an amazing wrestler. He's fine on the mic. He looks fucking great. Uh, it's just he just doesn't have a lot of charisma, you know. And I think that that always hurts him a little bit. <laughs> Yeah, he should come out with a gun or something, you know? <laughs> if he came out with Jeff Jarrett's dead corpse, yeah, if he, he would like, be came over. out every week and played Russian roulette before every match. <laughs> yeah, because you see him and you're like, I think this guy could kick everybody's ass backstage. Yeah, he needs to do like he needs to do, uh, do the thing with the you put your hand on a table and then you make the knife run through your fingers a bunch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, do the fucking uh, Yeah, he needs the, to do uh, cool Bishop like, aliens trick. Yeah, cool like Russian soldier shit. Oh my god! They should just make him Russian. That's the yeah. problem. He's Swedish, and that everyone is the it, issue. That's I think that's the it issue. He's, it's he's so got, new, he's so got a Russian thing, act, man. but a Swedish nationality. Yeah, you go Swiss Superman, and you go. That's just a guy saying, "Please no." Yeah, that's a guy who funnels money for Nazis. You know? <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right, singles match for the interim AEW Women's World Champion. What what a mess this title picture is in. I love Tony Storm. I don't know why she has not felt special in this promotion. But she has, and her matches in NXT were fucking awesome. And then, you know, she did the pie face thing with Charlotte, and nobody cared. But um, she would, they were, she was used so well in NXT. And, you know, I just think it's because, like, the Thunder Rosa run was kind of a wet fart. You have a dominant TBS champion, and then you have the most important match being non title. So, and then you have Jamie Hayter that everyone's behind right now, but I think they're only behind it because they're like, okay, this doesn't seem, this seems like, well, let's just see what happens with her. You know, it's more of like that, where they're just like, well, she's been pretty good in a role, and let's just see what happens when she gets the title, because Tony, Thunder Rosa, nobody has made that title, and before them, you know, Sheeta, Riho, Nyla Rose, the only person who's made that title important is Britt. Yeah, yeah. So... I mean, I, I guess. I mean, who do you have for this? Do you have Jamie Hader or Tony Storm? Or I, uh, I have Tony. I don't think you can change an interim title. Yeah, because then when the person returns, you got to make it a triple threat or some shit. You know, like there's always some ploy, which I guess you could do, but nah, just keep it on Tony. Oh, and who do you got for the four way revive? It's gonna be Jericho, right? They're going to want him to be champion for that company moving forward. Yeah, because what does like a Danielson victory in Danielson a four-way victory means do? less than nothing. 
Yeah. Just what does it do? I mean, what is anybody's victory in a four way for this in this manner? Like, what does it do? Like, you you have a you you have a Ring of Honor title change hands at a Ring of Honor pay per view, and and again, you want Jericho in the main event at that Ring of Honor pay per view, right? Unless you're genuinely worried that it's not going to do well, and you don't want to expose the possibility of like, yeah, Jericho can't draw at four in the afternoon, right? Because it's like on a Saturday. I think it's like you know, noon in LA or whatever. I don't know. I don't yeah. know time zones. Well, it's just weird because you need Danielson really to be MJF's first feud. So it's like, you can't, you can't. Yeah, make... but do you want that? Cause that was Hangman's first feud out of, uh... so you don't want Danielson to be the guy who like is the first feud and you know, he's going to lose. Like, I don't want Danielson losing for the next fucking good year. Point. You know, that's a good point. I, I just want Danielson uh, to wrestle Zack Saber Jr. at Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah, all he wrestle wants. Omega I, again. I, I, I don't honestly... want Omega in the fucking in the trios. I mean, I love trios matches, and I think they're so good at them, and it's so different and cool. But it's like, man, dude, I, I had a year of not this guy, and it feels like I had a year of not Danielson too. So it's like, can I just get my dream matches? I feel like Danielson is really just the only thing that's keeping him from going back to WWE and working for creative is. He wants to have the Sabre match, he wants to have the Shibata match, and he wants to have the Okada match. Yeah. And then I think he's like, all right, I'm good. Like, he doesn't care about titles. No, you know? he has, like, a thirst for blood, you know? He's, like, uh, it's yeah. like the full moon. Like, I think it's, like, a lot of the month, he's like, yeah, I should go back to WWE. And then, you know, <laughs> that fever dream happens. And uh, <laughs> he wants to rip people's eyeballs out. And he goes, well, like, that's so crazy. When they're doing the package for that, too, they had Danielson. He was doing a great job in the package, but I was almost annoyed because I'm like, he like I still don't care, and I know he's doing a great job. Yeah, but also, why are you like, using this? Why are you using this guy? Every time Danielson this? starts growing his hair out and gets like pale, I I I also don't get as committed to him. I go like, well, if you're not caring, I'm not caring. He just loves his hair long, man. Where did your long hair grow? What happened to the? Girl I used to know, to quote the great Brian, Brian Wilson, Pet Sound, Speech Boys. Where did... <laughs> Dude, my girlfriend's uh, in high school, That her name was Caroline, and that's my yeah. favorite album, you know? And that like ends... Oh, that album. So, oh, I wasn't yeah. doing it again this week. So great. Yeah, yeah. So, you guys, we have we have some likes outside of wrestling. Very few. But... <laughs> you know, the fucked up, fucked up story, because I saw the documentary. Like, he did a documentary about him. Like, mm-hmm. this was an older one, like, 15 years ago or 10 years ago. And he's with his new wife, but his old wife was like, yeah, well, that song was kind of weird because I had just cut my hair and then he wrote it and I hadn't heard about it. <laughs> and I was kind of like, what the fuck? Um... <laughs> uh, so literal. <laughs> yeah. I just like at times like like those guys that were geniuses are just like, oh, it's okay. I'm a total dick. I'm a genius. Yeah. Um, all right. The acclaimed Anthony Bowens and Max Caster. Versus Swerve in our glory, Keith Lee and Swerve Strickland. Um, I think this will be very good. I think it's got to be the acclaimed, and we're going to see Keith Lee and Swerve break up, right? I uh, yeah, I think so. You know, I really wanted FTR versus the acclaimed, uh, but they have done an awesome job continuing this feud. Like a really, like it's been highlights of even Dynamite this week that acclaimed. Um, music video and and the match the, it, it, i love all of it i really do i think it's awesome i just miss ftr uh they're not on the show at all huh? no not at all and so this is what needs to happen the acclaim needs to win uh swerve and keith need to break up and ftr needs to come out and make the challenge on the pay-per-view 
because they need maybe to, turn I heel. need to maybe see them on the paper. Who, Who FTR? Yeah, maybe. I mean, for the or do you turn yeah. Keith? Do you turn Keith heel? Have them win it back? No, that's annoying. You got to keep it on the acclaim. nobody wants that man. And also, it's like after seeing Swerve in these single matches, you just want to see him as like a shitty heel on his own. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Um. Uh, John Moxley versus MJF, a singles match for the AEW World Championship. Um, it's going to be MJF. I think Regal is going to be in cahoots. I, I know other people predicted this, but I, I do think it's the it's the most satisfying end of this match, and it'll it'll get cheered out of the building when it does happen. But I I, I don't think I don't want to see Moxley with the belt anymore. I don't think the AEW fans want to see him with the belt anymore. I don't even know if he wants to see himself. I think like he's got to evolve into something else. You know, like it's it's just. You know, I think the match will be better than their last match, but, you know, like, I mean, I read this, I think it was like a review on cage side seats. They're like, look, the build for this has been whatever, but the one thing about in the match will be whatever, but the one thing this match has going for it is the finish and what the fuck is going to happen for the finish. That's why you're watching this match. Yeah. It's been been like a, I've loved every promo to build up this feud. It's just, since we are such wrestling fans and we are so aware of what, you know, it would have been fucking punk and MJF right now. And that is the coolest shit ever, you know? And now you're like, we're trying to maneuver an MJF feud with Moxley. And then they had hangman in there for a minute. Uh, Yeah, dude, MJF has to win. I think it's going to be an awesome moment. I hope the camera catches it right. That's a big concern of mine. <laughs> That's not a great concern that you should have. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know, but it is. I, I worry, you know, like, you, dude, when you have a big moment like this, you need you need great camera shots. Yeah, I hope they uh, figure it out. But... I, yeah, I hope there's no fuck ups. I hope the if Regal turns, I hope it's fucking executed well. And I'm just pumped for an MJF run. And then, you know, wherever you go from there. There's a million places to go. Like, imagine you think it's you think it's just straight up regal. You think it's regal helping him, dude? What if? What if a a devil mask, right? Little guy in a devil mask, just like him, comes out again and helps him, right? And you go, "Who's this?" Because MJF was in the devil mask last time, right? And it's not regal; it's a steel. What do we do? I was, uh, Greatest I was shit say, ever, right? I was gonna say hornswoggle, but both biters. So, dude, if it's Ace Steel, how crazy would that be? And Ace Steel gets on his knees for MJF and like, like, like worships him. Uh, um, yeah, man. I uh, as much as I want to see that, I don't think that's happening. But I think you know the big thing <clears> is that MJF is like, I'm the devil, I'm the devil, and now he's gonna prove to us all how he is the devil, and so it's like, what? He's already a heel, right? And so what is this moment going to be that's going to make him win the title? Is it going to be fair? Is it going to be the regal uh, turn? Or is it going to be something even crazier? That Well, I think they telegraphed the regal thing a little bit by Moxley saying, like, I don't feel pain. Like, I like pain. Mm -hmm. But the one pain he didn't mention is emotional betrayal. So that would be the one. That would be the one thing that would like be his. He's like, wait, his arm. I forgot to mention emotional betrayal pain. 
<laughs> what? <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. Oh, hey, right. so what's, what's going to happen? What are the scrum predictions? Dude, I am pumped because the elite have to do a scrum. Like if they win, they have to sit there and they have to answer questions. And that's so interesting to me. But then also MJF has to outshine that moment if he does the scrum. Unless you find a storyline reason to not let them do the scrum, which will piss off everybody, right? Like if the elite get attacked backstage after their match and they can't do the scrum. Like, I mean, well, I just no, they would think... not do a, an attack backstage, I mean, by the way. They I mean, will not go near that. Never mind. The the one thing, the only thing that connects Omega and Punk as people, besides being great wrestlers, is the fact that when they are themselves, they're kind of unlikable. Oh, <laughs> so dude, I don't know yeah. if they want to do that because it's like, like uh, Omega comes off crosses like arrogant and aloof and Punk comes across as somebody who has fucking borderline personality disorder. So it's like, like I, I don't know. And and it's not like the Bucks are like the most loved backstage. Oh, that's either. what I'm saying. It's you I know? Think, I, I don't like, think there's a way to make them look good. And that's why they need to play off of being pricks, because I think they might come off like pricks if they just talk like they talk. Cause yeah, Omega's like he does this like whimsical thing that's kind of odd. Uh, yeah, the only time I've like seen him be remotely like positive is like when he's talking about the new day in Cena and Okada and and, and Ibushi. You know, like everything else has been, you know. Yeah, and, and I, I he he he's his best at after a match cutting a promo like in New Japan. You know, where like his blood is flowing and he's just kind of snapping. That's when it's good. But to sit down after a pay per view where you're assuming they might be the first match. And to just be like, yeah, questions. And it's going to be big questions. It's just odd. It's going to be weird. And there's just no way to not fumble because, like, you need a perfect answer and there is no perfect answer. Yeah. And so they're going to go, well, what happened here? What happened there? And then no matter what, it's like they get to speak, but Punk doesn't. And so they're the bad guys because – they're going to have a comment where punk doesn't have a platform right now to do it. It's just weird. I don't know what to do. I would call a bomb threat. If I'm Tony Khan, I go, yeah, no, no, no. We're doing a media scrum. And then I'm calling a bomb threat right when the pay-per-view ends. <laughs> it would be funny if it was like a steel and like his Clark Kent costume, whatever <laughs> that is in the front, just attacks him. He just jumps on the table and attacks him. <laughs> <laughs> I would love I would- it. Hey, I have a question. I mean, MJF, right? He does, you know, he that promo at the end of Dynamite. He did, he did say some punk quotes, right? Yeah, he did the Ring of Honor thing and uh, at the pipe bomb when Cena was laying down, right? Yeah. Uh, do you think that is either him kind of showing? One, respect, because that is probably feud of the year, right? Outside of, like, Sami Zayn being so enjoyable. Like, actual, like, blood feud, it was MJF and Punk. Um, oh, I think it was – that's for sure feud of the year. I mean – But do you think – Storyline like, of the year is Sami. I think, think Sammy and Sammy News is a storyline of the year because it's it's crazy. With You don't really want to see Sammy and Jay fight. You just kind of want to see him do this forever. Yeah, forever. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, you don't no. want to, like, see them fight. You just want to see them be awkward around each other forever. For sure. Um, but, yeah, as far as, like, a heated feud, I would – I don't know who else it would be. I mean, Cody, Seth was pretty good, but it wasn't that level, you know, no, at all. No. So, 
yeah, I, I would say for sure. I mean, I, I but but, but oh, so anyway, what I got, what, what I was saying is, do you think the, the the punk references are him paying respect to a guy, right, who really helped the company out a lot? But he's you know he's paying respect in a subtle way, where it's like you know, thanks for helping out and whatever the hell. Or is it just a continuation of that is how he returned, which is he returned playing that punk video. Or yeah. is it a hint that there's a chance that there's still a relationship with Punk and the company and that maybe he'll show up at the pay-per-view. Maybe he'll help MJF. Maybe that makes no sense at all. Uh, maybe he's I mean, sure. look, I think you're speaking from a wrestling fan perspective yeah, in, yeah, in yeah. the sense that that would be awesome. But from everything I've heard, and, you know, everybody that I talk to in wrestling, you know, like with the exception of like, you know, like a Nick Hausman or somebody who was like, but like wrestler-wise, you know, you never know who's working you. But from all the impressions that I've got is that like MJF and Punk do not like each other, you know, like yeah. that this is a, a real thing. And man, MJF thinks this Punk is kind of a dick. I mean, what I, what I think is probably happening is, you know, I do think that MJF is one of the savviest wrestling businessmen we've ever seen. And if he's contracted until 2024, he can't be fighting with Tony all year. So you put Tony over before Tony puts the title on you mm. and you kind of build some goodwill. And then when you really got him, that's when, <laughs> that's when you shove the knife in and you're like, all right, buddy, pay me WWE money, which he absolutely deserves. But it's it strategically, it doesn't make any sense for him. Like it makes sense for him to bury punk. And I think the thing about Tony is Tony, there's a, in the back of Tony's mind is that like, you know, his dad, first off, his dad became, his dad became a billionaire from, selling fucking car bumpers okay his dad is the american dream and i'm sure that he looked at that press conference and was like oh my god i am weak i look weak and that's the worst thing you can be if you're a ceo is weak um and so what do you, you know, think do you think he's wearing uh i think like that the terminator doing... well Nick, <laughs> Nick will be dressed up who, who tony tony Nick will wear a cutoff <laughs> at the press conference you think, he'll, you think he'll be smoking a pack of cigarettes, but like yeah, he comes in like the Fonz. Yeah, yeah, he has like a like a <laughs> he car. Like, he's he just like coughing. He, like, a, he like before he sits down, he kicks a jukebox in back of him and it starts <laughs> yeah, yeah. starts playing. Um, well, I think that what MJF was doing in that promo, the babyface one that was unaired on a which is Dynamo. I think I think that's my high spot of the week. Um, it's there. I was I was so so did in eleven. I I kind of had a mixed reaction, but um, it did seem like that. He was almost like trying to give Tony his balls back. Here's why I liked promo. it. I liked it because one, I don't know, look like you got to remember this punk stuff. When we go like, oh, Cole Cabana was banished by punk. It's like, well, that was Tony Khan agreeing with a guy, if any of that's true. And so that's Tony's fault. And like, we should all be like holding Tony accountable and not congratulating him on bringing Colt back. We should still yeah. be like, no, dude, why would you let somebody else tell you what to fucking do? Um, and you know, so whatever, whether that's true or not. Uh, what were we saying? <laughs> we were talking about uh tony the fonz con but uh and terminator terminator tony um what if he just decides like all right the only way i can do this is to like get my dad's mustache and he comes in with this like really fucking aggressive mustache where he's I like okay that. i'm a tycoon now this is how that works <laughs> i mean also imagine like dude if he has a disastrous saturday night this is like Really, this is all about Tony this night, you know, Saturday night. Well, yeah, and then like... he's got to watch the Jaguars lose the next game. <laughs> what if <laughs> the next day? What so if it's he like ma- just constant <laughs> losing? 
Just what if he makes the losing. show go so long just to avoid the, uh, the scrum? The scrum. You know, so it's like five in the morning. He's like, oh, guys, it's just the match is so long. It's like when uh, Chappelle does a set somewhere, you know, it's like 6 a.m. <laughs> um, yeah, man. I, I don't know. I don't know how the fuck it's going to. I don't know how it's going to work out, man. But um, anyway, um, should be a fun uh, should be a fun scrum to watch. Yeah, dude, anyway. I legitimately think they should do like storylines with it. I think they should make the scrum uh, fun because the, the one well, thing then you about- should open with the acclaim, open with the acclaim, have, have them the get everybody in a great mood. OK, yeah, have okay. everybody get in a great mood, you know, and then you can do the storyline stuff. Sure, sure. Um, all right. So high spot, low spot this week, Scott, what do you got? Uh, here we go. Well, I guess we can take our time on this. Yeah, who gives a shit? All right, part three of WrestleRoast, guys. <laughs> Scott used the general Zoom account and not mine, so we have to, like, we're stopping every 15 minutes. We're basically Quibi. Um, yeah, it's like how they just... used to splice movies together, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, you would think with all this uh, this going longer, it would be that we were arguing, but we've just been... Yeah, no, well, or that there cool was really if... any wrestling news to talk about. <laughs> yeah. yeah, wouldn't it be... Basically, this whole episode is that, well, wouldn't it be cool if... Yeah, that's what the episode. That's what the episode title should be named. Um, all right, high spot, low spot. What do you got this week, Scott? Oh man, my high spot honestly was that MJF promo after the show, and and not because he was big upping Tony, which I knocked uh a a, a few minutes ago, but because I think because he was big upping Tony, it is because he's going to turn heel and have this like really cool run as some type of real awesome piece of shit that we all get to enjoy. Uh, yeah, you know, he doesn't kiss Tony's ass. He thinks Tony's a bitch. That's what I want out of MJF. And, um, and, and, and listening to that promo and seeing how fucking fire he was and how people can get behind him. I just go like, Oh, I think we're going to get a really cool kind of champion. And I, I think some people might be irritated at first. Cause we're not going to know how to like, is he a face? Is he a heel? I just think he's going to be great. Yeah, and I think it should it's be, be long... really hard to boo MJF as champion, even if he's like, you know, st- stabbing guys at short distance in the stomach. Yeah, you're yeah. you're gonna have to. Well, that's why I said Brian is the one guy you you. But right now, Brian's so cold that you want almost. I don't I don't know who's hot enough to fight MJF right now. That's another problem. No, um, which... no one. But but what's cool, and it, I think it's another high spot, and and I'll say it now before. Uh, before the pay-per-view maybe ruins it is like my high spot is the potential of coming out of this clearer and more focused with like MJF as champ, uh, the elite as, as champ, but as champs, but okay, what does that mean in terms of the trios titles, you know? And then like, let's get back on track with the tag titles. Like you need to fucking get FTR in the picture or it just doesn't feel legitimate or entertaining. It just doesn't. It's like, how is this the best, tag team wrestling if ftr is also in your company and you're not putting them in championship match so they need to like address these things which it feels like they're about to get to i wonder who you put over ftr the acclaimed because the acclaimed are by far more over but the ftr is the better team and and historically you kind of need them to have all the titles at the same time but i don't know i don't know what the answer is yeah and it's but it is it is like an uncomfortable thing right if they if they beat the acclaimed it's just got to be a the match is so good and they and they got the best match ever out of the acclaimed and then and then it 
it doesn't matter who wins, you know. As long I mean, as you matches. could have the acclaimed like win it back two weeks later, you know. That's also a story. Um, and then yeah. this way you get it kind of you can get everything. Um, and then you could do a third match with them. But um, what's your low spot this week? Oh, my low spot. I mean, I don't really have a low spot, but. If I had to pick, I guess it's that Dynamite, it's like the second lowest rating of the year, which, you know, again, I don't care because we started watching it when, you know, not too many people were watching it. And it's kind of irrelevant to me because it's a good show. But like, hot damn, this is like going into full gear. You're about to have MJF as your champion. But the show you promoted this week didn't bring any eyes to it, you know? Yeah, it didn't it didn't really help, I don't think. And then um, you go like going into the paper, you go like, okay, punk is definitely a draw for pay-per-views, no doubt. Right. And so do you have anything that people are actually gonna like throw money at this weekend? I don't know. Um my, my high spot this week is um well, I'm gonna do a shameless something to sports entertainment with plug. I did watch um in your house, good friends, better enemies this week. I'll be reviewing it next week on the $10 tier. I just did in your house, rage in the cage. The main event of the show, diesel versus Michaels and no holds bar match is legitimately fantastic. And it's such a weird show anyway, because the show has matches on it. You don't think happened like Vader versus razor Ramon gold dust versus the ultimate warrior just matches. You just, in your head you don't remember them happening and you, you just think they're from different eras so it's been really fun to just jump into these in your houses and i'd love to get your guys feelings on your house and where uh where to where to go next also Aaron anderson has a graphic novel coming out which i think is kind of crazy oh but kind God. of fun oh yeah, yeah low spot i don't really you know the only low spot i have is you know kind of what i mentioned earlier in the pod which is um that uh you know, we're going to, we don't really, you know, we're not really, t- we're talking more, we're, there's more intrigue for the, for the scrum than there is the matches. And I'm, I'm hoping that, you know, AEW becomes less sideshowy. Um, and, and, and that like, you know, like next week, it's like, it's like, what are people going to look forward to listening to us? Are they going to look forward to listen to, you know, like our opinions on the matches? No, it's all going to be our opinion on the scrum and stuff. That's what everyone will be interested in. And I think and that's, that's why bad, I want I them think, to bring an entertaining one, though. I want it to be entertaining. Yeah. And and and, and I, I hope Tony does realize that, that like, yeah, that, that scrum was a mess and it did look bad, but there was aspects of it that are exciting and did bring interest. And so, like be smart man and like know what the fuck pro wrestling is and have fun with your scrum. They really Find should a way. Have don't make it, it tacky, out, but like have fun with it and don't just do like some regular interview shit. Like make some moments out of it. They that's really should have like, that's also what they're there for. They needed a strong man to really think about how much hotter this company would be if punk didn't leave and we had all these elements of MJF. Yeah, we'd be punk getting punk elite. MJF again. Yeah, for the third time. It'd be their third match, right? It'd be magic. Third match? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's the third match. Um, but yeah, so that's uh that's my high spot, low spot, just for plugs this week. Well, let's go over the show. Like we said, next week's gonna be a huge show. We're gonna be talking the scrum with uh Nick Hausman, hopefully, just in case you know it is Thanksgiving, so schedules are a little up in the air. Uh, we're gonna be roasting Sid and Tony Khan. For Patreon this week, uh, Scott and I are going to be reviewing Full Gear. 
So uh, we're going to be doing that on record that either hopefully Sunday, maybe Monday if we have to, but hopefully Sunday. So you guys can have it on Monday. And, um, and then, the, and then we're, we're off for a week and then we just got a bunch of fun stuff in December coming up. You know, we got the roast of Jeff Jarrett, the roast of Barry Horowitz all over the place, man. A lot of, and, and the wrestle roast awards in our, in our holiday party, as far as uh, me personally, I'm going to be opening for Dan Soder at the uh, Mark Ridley's Comedy Castle in Royal Oak, Michigan. That's like a suburb outside of Detroit. It's a great fucking club. Dan's hilarious. It's a great show. Check it out. And then um, I'm going to be in Jersey City next week doing Alex Grubard show. And I wish I had the name of the show on me. But uh, so all my Jersey fans, if you want to see me out there next Friday, I'll be in Jersey City doing a one. Oh, dude, I think I'm doing that show. Oh, are you? What, I where think is so. it? Cor- I think it's at Corey's in Jersey City. Corey's, yeah. All right, Corey's? so guys, yeah. if you want to see me and Scott, come to Corey's. Next Friday, night, day after Yeah, We'll be working for chicken tenders. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, come on, come on by. And uh, since Zach isn't here and Robert isn't here, Robert's actually, he's doing hair transplant surgery today. No, he's not. <laughs> 4QT. <laughs> How funny would it be if he came, if Robert came back with QT's haircut? Oh my gosh. Why dude. the fuck haven't we seen QT anymore? I mean, like him and the new haircut, I thought we were going to see him a little more, but I yeah, guess not. You know, and I liked the use of Captain Insano this week, but yeah, I, I, I would have preferred Captain Insano attacking QT. <laughs> dude, that's the match. Yeah. You want to talk about the, you want to talk about the match, Captain Insano and QT? And if QT Imagine. breaks out a, like a superhero alter ego, like his version of Nikki Ash, <laughs> uh, but he just calls himself TQ. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man, that's it. Um, Scott, any other? Uh, oh, Scott, you got gar- garbage days? No, that's the old. Oh podcast. yeah, yeah. Alpha Alpha Smokes. Smokes. Yeah, Alpha Smokes is my other podcast. Check that out. Also, our Patreon. Yeah. All right, buddy. Until then, guys, wash your hands. Peace, guys.